Brad Pitt was enthusiastic about his movie. And I wanted to feel that way too about the stuff that I was selling. And so I started switching my approach. You're listening to Financial Grown Up with me, certified financial planner, Bobby Rebel, author of How to Be a Financial Grown Up. And you know what? Being a grown up is really hard, especially when it comes to money. But it's okay. We're going to get there together. I'm going to bring you one money story from a financial grown up, one lesson, and then my take on how you can make it your own. We got this. Hi, everyone. I hope all of you and your friends and your family are somewhere safe and that you all are staying healthy. This has been a really, really tough and exhausting month for me, and I'm sure for so many of you. And I have mixed feelings, to be honest with you, about how to even handle this podcast. Should all the shows be about coronavirus? But then again, I know I am needing to take a mental break, especially because it's pretty clear this is not ending anytime soon. So here's the plan. If you want to stay updated and get my money advice and perspective on the economic disaster that is going on, tune in to my other podcast, Money with Friends. It's with my partner, Joe Salcihai, and a rotating cast of guest co-hosts, all of whom have a ton of wisdom to share on the topic. The show is six days a week. Money with Friends is also very short. So please check it out. It's Money with Friends. And if you like it, please subscribe, rate, and review. You can also follow Money with Friends on Instagram and Twitter. The handle for both of those is at MoneyFriendsPod. So for most shows here, Financial Grown Up, I'm going to be sticking to inspiring money stories and the lessons from those stories from successful role models. And I hope they're going to inspire you to make the best of what's pretty much a terrible situation. Today's guest will bring some light into your life, meaning she is hilarious. Ash Amberger runs the Middle Finger blog. And before this coronavirus pandemic, she released a book by the same name. Stick around after the interview because Ash is doing something for free for entrepreneurs and freelancers to help in this pandemic that you will want to know about. It will help you keep and make more money. Trust me on this. Here is Ash Amberger. Hey, Ash Amberger, you're a financial grown up. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Hi, Bobby! All the way from Costa Rica, by the way, my friend. Your book, and by the way, your award-winning blog, Webby Award-winning blog, is The Middle Finger Project. Trash your imposter syndrome and live the, we're going to just bleep that word out because we have a family-friendly show here, life you deserve. Love that. Congratulations. Thank you. I know. No one can say that word anyway, so it's okay. We're going to get to your money story in just a moment, but give us a quick overview. What's your book about, my dear? So the Middle Finger Project book is for anyone who hates their job but doesn't know what else to do. So true. So many of us. And I love the fact that the book goes through some very specific solutions to that. And so it's extremely practical and specific I read the whole book. I loved it all, but there was one part of it that I have asked you to expand on for our financial grown-up listeners. And this has to do with something we're all really hesitant to do, but it's a lesson, a money story tied to a lesson that came from a certain movie star. Tell us your money story, Ash. When I was watching TV one day from my apartment in Santiago, Chile, where I was living at the time, an ad for... Brad Pitt's new movie popped onto the TV 
And there this guy is like giving this big interview. He's all over the place. He's really excited about his new movie. He's telling Oprah, whoever, Ellen at the time, you know, all about this thing that was coming up. And I looked at him and I thought, oh, my God. Even people like Brad Pitt need to promote their stuff. He's not exempt from this either. And look at him doing a fine and eloquent job. (laughs) How did you translate that to yourself? Yeah. So when you see Brad Pitt standing up and saying, hey, everybody, so my new movie comes out on March 3rd, and here's what it's about, and I really hope you guys show up, you realize that the key to selling has nothing to do with selling. It has everything to do with enthusiasm. Brad Pitt was enthusiastic about his movie, and I wanted to feel that way too about the stuff that I was selling. And so I started switching my approach. Every single thing that I was doing, whether it was an event or not, I started telling everyone about with the utmost enthusiasm because when I believed in the things that I was creating and making, other people automatically felt like they could believe in it too, and it created this chain reaction. And a part of that was also understanding that I could no longer sell the things that I wasn't really enthusiastic about. Wow. So true. And yet we don't always really process things that way. So what is the lesson for our listeners from that story? How can people make it their own? Whenever you go into any interaction, and it doesn't matter if you're an employee or you are a freelancer, you have to approach it from the perspective of an advisor. This is what I look at now. And it's like, okay, hey person. Yes. I'm really excited. Here's the stuff that I'm doing. Here's how I think it could help you talk to them about what you actually have to offer in the most brightest and brilliant way you can muster as opposed to looking at it like, oh, I'm just a a lowly employee or a lowly, a lowly freelancer. And I'm here just to kind of take orders from people and wait and hope that they give me their money and hope that they see that I'm actually awesome. Instead, you have to look at it like you're an advisor and you are here to just be the most enthusiastic you can about this thing that you are selling. And when you approach it with enthusiasm and like, hey, I'm just here to help. Let's talk about how I can help you. It changes everything from feeling ick and salesy to being like, oh my gosh, this person is my guardian angel. I'm so excited that they're here. They will be thrilled to hear from you. And that shift in mindset is key because people can tell when you're selling versus helping them. There's a difference. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's it. Selling is always helping. We always feel like we're bothering people. But if you genuinely set out to help somebody, it doesn't even matter if you're just great at makeup, if you are great at finances, whatever the thing is that you're great at, that's all you're doing. You're showing up and being like, hey, do you need my help? That's it. It's simple. Hey, do you, do you want my help? I have this thing for sale. You can totally buy it. Let's do it. Love it. All right. Everyday money tip. Uh, well, we're both basically Jersey girls at heart. And this has to do with the Jersey. It's, it's, it's another anecdote from your book that I've asked you to expand on. Um, has to do with hot dogs and Jersey. Go for it. <laughs> it does have to do with hot dogs and Jersey. It's called the hot dog theory of money. The hot dog theory of money is to help you anytime you get all scared and intimidated when you are sitting there in your boss's office, you, or you are asking a client to give you more money. A, because hot dogs are hilarious and B, because they really do simplify this and make it way less scary. So if you were a vendor on the Jersey Shore and you're out there selling hot dogs and some guy comes up to you and is like, yo, man, hey, how much for a hot dog? You are not 
going to hem and haw and get all nervous about stating the price of the hot dog, you're not going to say, well, you know, since it's it's uh, the first time that you're here, maybe we could work out a deal. Or uh, I don't know, did you have a budget in mind for how much you wanted to spend? None of that, because we understand intuitively that if we're actually a vendor selling a hot dog on the Jersey Shore, the price is the price is the price for a reason. It includes all of the manufacturing costs. It includes the delivery. It includes the packaging, the branding. It includes my time sitting there just selling these hot dogs and whatever other costs are involved. And it also is going to include the person who owns the company. It's going to include their profit. And we never, ever factor in our own profit and our own worth when it comes to asking for money. So the next time you have to ask for it, think about it. You are just stating the price of a hot dog. That's it. This is what it costs. Would you like to buy it? That just makes so much sense. And that's something that really made was a huge turning point in your business because you were making mistakes early on. And then by having that mentality, you started to have firm prices and it changed everything. It did. I used to work in advertising before I became a freelancer. And one of the things I learned from that was they would send us out with rate cards and the rate was the rate was the rate for the magazine. And, you know, it was very straightforward. So I adopted that posture when I walked into meetings with my own clients now and just said, hey, so here's how much it costs. Here's what it includes. You know, it's it's so much less complicated than we make it in our heads. The price is the price is the price for a reason. And that includes every single thing about you that you're bringing to the table from your enthusiasm about your stuff to the way that you package it to all the stuff that you know. I mean, it is so worth it. But sometimes we make it seem way harder than it is. Well, it's hard because we can be insecure about our own self-worth. And your book, one of the many things that I love about it is there's so much in there that can give us the confidence to be more secure and to be um, stronger in negotiations and also in advocating for ourselves and for our businesses. Um, One of my favorite quotes in the book, there's so many, but anyway, one of them is, if you build it, they will come is basically for a jelly donut to magically appear in your hand. (laughs) <laughs> okay. Serious. I mean, and this is for, for my listeners, this is the kind of stuff, but you're making a real point. It's just not going to happen if you just think they're going to come because you built it, right? Yeah. But the key really goes back to enthusiasm. Like when you are enthusiastic about the thing you're selling, even if it's yourself and your talents, then great. And it just shows up naturally and you don't have to put all of this weird professionalism around it and all this weird like anxiety that happens. Like you're just there to help everybody. And speaking of that, one of my favorite quotes is enthusiasm is the greatest pitch there is because of just what you said. If you love something and you believe in it and you believe that it's going to help the person who might potentially buy it, that's a much stronger sell. It's a much stronger sale. And it, like I've sold myself to companies that way as an employer, or as an employee, excuse me, and as a freelancer, no matter what it is. That's what they love about working with people because no one ever hired anyone to be unhelpful, right? So if you can demonstrate that you are here to legitimately help them, that's wonderful. And then they can, they can figure out how to teach you the on the job stuff that they need to know. Enthusiasm is so underrated. Yeah. And a lot of us get tempted to offer to do things for free just to prove ourselves. But another one of the quotes that I love is charging money is a sign they can take your offer seriously. Mm -hmm. Yes. And so is showing up consistently for yourself in whatever form and following up with those clients and, you know, some kind of a 
very systematic way shows them that you take their business seriously and they can trust you because there's nothing worse than some guy who's like, Hey, um, I can help you with your SEO for your website. And then he's like, Hey, you know, uh, just give me admin access to your site and doesn't do any kind of like contract or have any kind of process. Having those processes in place and actually sending out those kinds of things and charging fair, good money is a sign the client can trust you. So well said. Congratulations again on the Middle Finger Project book accompanying your award-winning website. Tell us more about, we know we can get the book everywhere. Tell us more about where we can find out more about you and all your social handles. Thanks. We are rocking the middlefingerproject.com too. And we have some fun stuff coming up right now as well. Something called the Quit Your Job Store. We've got a fun challenge on the site called 25 Days to 100K to help you kind of calibrate your thinking over the course of 25 days to make more money. And of course, the uh, the biweekly newsletter that goes out that is incredibly inappropriate for work. <laughs> Love it all. Thank you so much. This was awesome. <laughs> Thanks, Bobby. I hope you enjoyed that interview as much as I did. Here is my take. Financial grown-up tip number one. You can find inspiration everywhere. Brad Pitt. Not the first person you think of when it comes to business necessarily, and he didn't come from a privileged background. Brad Pitt did not go to a fancy college, and he isn't even officially in the sales business, except he is, and to a large degree, we all are. Even if you are just even applying for a new job or trying to get a new client, you're selling yourself as a solution to their problem. That's the job to fill. Financial grown-up tip number two, with all of us working from home these days, there is a temptation to go super casual, and in some cases, that can work. But Ash talks about processes, having set prices, and being professional, running a business, a professional business. People take you seriously then. Let's not forget that. You still need to be on time. You still need to look neat and professional, even if it's a little bit more casual. You want to follow up efficiently, just like you would if you were getting up and going to an office. If you want somebody to give you money, don't forget her advice. You need to be enthusiastic, even as hard as it may be with everything going on these days. And on that note, Ash is offering an emergency money workshop for freelancers that is free on demand. You can check it out on her website, themiddlefingerproject.com. Lots of great ideas to both retain advances that you may have gotten, which I think is a really interesting angle that we don't talk enough about, and also ways to increase and create new lines of income. If you enjoy this podcast and it is helping you, I would love your support. Please make sure you are subscribed and take a minute to both rate and review on Apple Podcasts. I also want to offer you guys my grown-up list of curated ideas to live a more grown-up life. You can get it for free by going to my website, bobbyrebell.com, and just sign up. And for more on how to handle all the money stuff going on with the coronavirus pandemic, please subscribe to my other podcast, Money with Friends. Money with Friends is six days a week, about 20 minutes where we share news headlines you need to know about, and then we bring in lots of experts, different perspectives to guide us through this tough time. And with that, I just want to say a big thank you to Ash Amberger for helping us all be financial grown-ups. Financial Grown Up with Bobby Rebel is edited and produced by Steve Stewart and is a BRK Media production.